Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. This is the podcast helping you step into your power by owning your expertise, fully embodying your mission, and rising to the next level of entrepreneurship to help the world thrive while you create your massive impact and, of course, your income. I'm beyond excited to have you here, so let's dive into today's episode. and welcome back to the podcast. Today we have an epic, epic, epic special person, epic, special, epic, special person, Miss Shalane, um, Shalane Carter. She was one of my first one-on-one coaching clients, like one of the first like 10 that I had ever coached. And she initially started in like fitness and health and like the very typical way that kind of you guys probably are like thinking. And she actually has a really, really special deep gift of really helping people heal at an energetic level. So um, as we explored her specialty around understanding of chakras and energy and energy healing and just like everything spiritual, like she's my go-to spiritual person for astrology as well. Um, She realized that she had this epic gift that she can actually really help people in business, really heal their shit and also take action in their life and she's like the perfect like balance of like the masculine and feminine energy even though she has taught me that there is no such thing as perfect balance i get that but like my vision of perfect balance is definitely shalane <laughs> and so i have brought her on the podcast today to talk about some of the main things that we get stuck on in business and what that kind of looks like when we're talking about at an energetic standpoint because it's not always about the strategy and it's not always just about the energetics um, so Shalene, I'm super excited to have you here. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I, that was such a great introduction. <laughs> I'm like, wow, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like you never think about like all of those, like when you're living, like when you're living just your own life, you don't think like, yeah, those, yeah, I do. I do that. I've done that. Oh yeah, I did that. You know, you, you kind of forget. You forget your epicness until somebody says how epic you are. Yeah, because you're just, you're being epic. Like, listen, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Yes. Oh my goodness. Cool. So let's start with just a little bit about your story, whatever you feel like is necessary to share to my audience who doesn't know you. Um, And then we can dive into uh, some business and energetics talk. Yeah. Um, So... uh, What's interesting, I think most of the time when people, when I share with them that I am like an energy healer and I channel and I also do like business mentorship, um, they're like, first of all, how have you always been able to do that? (laughs) Have you always been able to, you know, like be so intuitive? And and what's interesting is when I look back, um, my mom, I think, has always very encouraged. I grew up religious, but also very much encouraged a very spiritual like connection. Um, and so, and my mom was always into um, holistic like wellness and stuff like that. Like I, I didn't see like a, a regular doctor. I saw a, a naturopath and a chiropractor for growing up. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't go to like a, a general, um, well, now I don't even know what they're called. Damn. Clearly I'm good one. Practitioner. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, so it just kind of was always like available to me. I guess it never, like none of that ever seemed weird. Um, 
anything that was kind of like spiritual or what would um i had many encounters of people that have passed on um like communicating so to speak um whether that be something that's tangible that you could see lights going on and off um different things like that to just having like i feel like this is wrong like i feel something's off and sharing it and you know very much being encouraged to listen to that so i think i've always been very encouraged to listen to my intuition um but we all have it i think it's just not cultivated and i think it's not encouraged right we're very much encouraged like ask your parents um what does your teacher say what is you know what's kind of going to be approved by everybody else instead of saying what the hell do i want what what will i approve can i live with what feels right for me um and that's going to look different for everybody um even the way in which you receive information and stuff like that is different for everybody so i think um that just kind of lent itself i i did go through like a period i think that all people go through of uh it's definitely not super like when I look at it, like if I were to zoom out and look at it, I was not a wild child. Okay. So I, <laughs> um, but in my, in my, like very, I, I like naturally I'm kind of free spirited, but I had kids early and unplanned and that created a lot of structure in my life, a lot of, and it kind of initiated a lot of my entrepreneurship, to be honest. I needed, um, I was in a career that, that dictated my whole life. I didn't, I worked for Matt Cosmetics and, you know, the way that you dress, the way, like, it, you were a glorified, I, I got into it for the love of makeup and, and I have a cosmetology background and so I got into it for that and as much as the, the artistry is very much promoted, um, it is equally heavy on the sales mm. and so, um, but with that, like, I needed... I, I needed to have time with my kids. Like I, I have worked every Saturday. I couldn't go to any birthday parties. I worked every pretty much Saturday, Sunday. A lot of times it's closing. Cause when you work in, in a mall or I live in Las Vegas. So I also worked at the form shops, which is open until 12 o'clock at night to shop. Who the hell needs to shop at 1130 at night, but whatever, <laughs> you know? So I, and by the time you clean and stuff like that, sometimes I want to get home till 1:32 AM. I had small babies and they got up early. And so it kind of initiated this, like, I need to get into a space where I can work for myself and create my own schedule. Um, and so um, I started my first business and I, it grew very, very quickly. Um, I'm so thankful within like nine months, I hired my first employee. Um, that went on for a while. I hired a couple of other employees. Um, I took on a business partnership and I, during this time, um, just kind of realized that I, A, I wasn't taking care of my body. And I honestly, like at that point, wasn't listening to my intuition. Like there were things that I had been nudged, but it almost felt like they were like a scream for me to listen. When I look back now, I can see where there were moments where I was like, thank God I listened to that. <laughs> um, but it didn't feel like a thought. It just felt like a something that was necessary. So it's, it's kind of hard to describe sometimes. Um, but I was like, I'm not taking care of my body. I, I wasn't into, I was like here watching, you know, like I started to get into fitness and things like that. Cause I, I needed to, I need, I did not want to be that mom that couldn't not didn't want to, but physically couldn't really play with her kids on the playground it was too heavy. Um, so at one point I was, um, just over 200 pounds. Um, and 
I didn't own a scale, so I didn't, <laughs> the funny story, I don't, I didn't, I've never owned a scale up until the past couple of years. Um, and I went to uh, visit some friends' parents. We were just going on a trip, took the kids. I got on the scale because I was in the bathroom. And I, was, I don't know, why not? Hopped on, I about crapped my pants after I, you know, went to the bathroom. I was like, I need to go to the bathroom again because there is no way that says over, it was 205 or 207 or something. And I made my child come get to make sure it wasn't broken. And um, as things progressed, I recognized that, that the, the vehicle for me to get back in tune with who I am um, and listening to my intuition and really tapping into my gifts and what I'm supposed to be doing in this life meant, and I think it does for most people, actually taking care of your body because it is the vessel in which you experience life. And that doesn't mean, you know, crazy workouts. It doesn't mean, you know, only eating, you know, only drinking green juice and never having, you know, any cake in your life. That's not what it means. Yeah. Um, but I started to then move into working out and going to yoga. And, and fun fact, I took my first yoga class when I was like six months pregnant with my daughter at like 20 years old. Which, what a time. I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take up yoga. <laughs> I mean, but what's interesting is I remember in that class being like, I felt something. I couldn't tell you what it was. I couldn't tell you um, at the time, like why, but I was like, it felt like home to me for lack of a, a better word. Um, so during this time, got back into yoga. And what I realized is that I was going through, as I was going through business and also, um, working on my health and things like that, that it was enhancing my intuition. And the, the more I took care of myself and the more I listened to my intuition, the, the better my business got. And then on the flip side, the more that I was like, I don't want to fucking be in business in cosmetology anymore. I was, uh, my, I did eyelash extensions. This isn't for me. And it was really fucking scary to be like, and when uh, Johnny and I first started working together, I was still doing lashes part-time um, and I had dwindled. I was like slowly peeling back my clientele, um, but literally my intuition and like my, when I say intuition, it's almost like, a, it's like a deep inner knowing. Like there are things that you're like, when, when moms are like, you know, I just know I'm having a girl. It's just, there's this like, you know, they're pregnant and they're like, I can't do why there's nothing specific, but I need to do this. Or the times when you're like, you know what? I'm just going to stop and do this before I drive home. And as you're driving home, you pass a car accident that you for sure would have been in like timing wise, you would have been right there. Yeah. That's what it feels like. Intuition is not like clear. Like you're speaking to someone. It almost feels like it's just dropped in your mind. It's not a thought. It doesn't feel like your own thought cycles. It feels like, okay, this feels different and new, but also me. Okay. Yeah. I'm going with it. Yeah. Um, so then that, that kind of moved into that. And what I realized is that as I, I started teaching yoga, so in the interim, got certified as a personal trainer, yoga teacher, um, I became an energy healer. Um, and like all the times that I felt like my intuition had just dropped, like you need to do things, um, it dropped in my mind. Like when I was looking at business and I was doing energy healing and working with the chakra system, which we can kind of go into later, um, but it's your energetic body. And so there's these seven, uh, basically centers and vortexes that, that oscillate and spin on these wheels of energy within the body. 
and they all relate to different aspects of your life. It's to create balance and they all feed energy to different aspects as well as different parts in your physical body. So when I would go and I would read somebody's chakra system and say their root chakra would be off. So that's right around your like perineum, like your, if you squeeze your Kegel muscles, it's like right there. Well, that all has to do with safety and security. Well, what makes you feel safe and secure? Money. Like not money in the, the aspect of always having it, but actually having a career purpose, like usually a service. So whatever, if you're serving your community or your, your company or whatever you're doing is creating a service for somebody like that makes you feel good. And it also makes you feel wanted and accepted by others. Um, but also your family. So this is like a lot of uh, tribal energy, a lot of real ties and like that because I mean, you are literally dependent on them they feed you they take care of you you learn so much from your family and it's the first chakra that's developed and so when that was off what was happening is in my clients i was seeing that their systems are off how they operate in business so creating some type of consistency they had a really hard time creating systems within their business that made them feel secure they were the same people that was like i can't start my business until i have a website well, the website gives you the false sense of security that you have a, that now you have a business. You don't have to have a website to have a service to offer, right? There's so many people before the internet guys, there were businesses. <laughs> Surprise. It's still happening. Um, and nobody was unsuccessful because there wasn't the internet. Like, so then like, as I was looking into the chakras, what the people, what my clients were struggling with, correlated exactly with what was going on energetically in their body so there was this like aha moment of if you begin to create honey within your energetic system you then can create harmony and ease within your business mm -hmm. and so for the people who were you know having trouble showing up and being seen they were having a hard time getting on camera they were having a hard time doing all of these things usually their solar plexus which is the center that's in charge of it's kind of like your ceo center is what i call it um this is how you feel about yourself this is your self-esteem yeah. usually that and then the, their throat speaking mm -hmm. was a struggle and i was like if we create balance so then what we would do is create habits in their lifestyle but also habits within their business that would actually support harmonizing because what happens is your your um habits are just a result of whatever is going on in your energetic body it's only a mirror mm. so it's not that you're changing your habits so you change your energetic body it's that your habits are what are created out of your energetic body so you need to create habits that then support the alignment so when you're out of alignment you're only going to create habits that support misalignment and continue this problem. That's why people see patterns. Like even if they can make some money, they continue to create these like plateaus or they continue to hit these things. It's not because they're incapable. It's that yeah. their habits have developed out of misalignment. Mm. And so, so what I do is just help my clients create balance. So it is very much a, it's not just, I'm, it's not just business coaching. I'm not just, telling you, you know, setting up PayPal and how to take, you know, how to take people's money, how to, how to also set up to where it, you know, they, you can fluidly speak about what you're selling, but also 
you're creating so much more ease within your life. This is going to show up in your relationships. It shows up in how you feel about yourself. It's amazing that people that are struggling with health issues, pain, weight problems, um, autoimmune issues, all these things that when we begin initially, they search me out for business or energy healing, things like that, but also then all these health issues start to, to heal themselves as well. So it's really kind of all encompassing. Um, but I think I had to live through all of those stages of myself as well to be able to teach that. So, you know, it all comes for full circle. Yeah, thank you for like a giant synopsis, or maybe a small synopsis of your entire life. Thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Look at you guys. It's because I'm living my epic life, okay? <laughs> yes, oh my goodness. I have so many fucking notes. Okay, cool. I think the direction as Joe brings me food. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> so Hi, Joe. On our podcast everybody's like oh hi joe and then our people on a podcast are like what the fuck oh no it's just joe bringing johnny food or protein shakes or tea <laughs> Amazing. Which is important. it's because you're taking care of yourself that's very good for your energetic body <laughs> i literally just talked about something similar to that on my stories but yeah what i wanted to really hone in on because i think the i have so many notes and like i couldn't even type fast enough but the thing for me that really, really hits home is how you've constantly listened to that like thing that whatever that thing is, people might call it their heart, their gut, their intuition, whatever it is. Um, you've always done a beautiful job at really listening that to that and not getting, not allowing yourself to like go down the rabbit hole of like, ugh, what's going on and ugh, why doesn't this make sense? It's like, oh, this might feel a little bit sticky. Like as you were trying in your business journey to like figure out like, what the thing was, how you were going to make all the things that you know make sense. You know, like you didn't get frustrated. Like there might've been moments of frustration, but it's not like, ah, I'm frustrated. So this doesn't make sense. So I have to retreat. I have to go back to something else. Like I wasn't made for this, right? You just kept getting curious, kept exploring. And I think that you being guided by that inner knowing for you really, really was key. And you said something beautiful of like, that it's just not, not developed in people because it's not cultivated you said it's like you like know something's off but you're not taught to look at it and so that's a beautiful skill that you have and that's personally something that i have um started to explore when i started business because i'm like there's no way i have this and like i'm not meant to do it and like i knew that i was meant to do something in business for so long and i did it and then i stopped and then i did it and then i stopped and then i did it and then i stopped and like, I didn't know that I was going to be where I am today. Just like you didn't know that you were going to be where you are today. But I feel like so many people get stuck in the like, I don't know where I'm going. Like, I don't know the end result. I don't know everything. Focus on the destination. Yeah. Instead of like listening and knowing automatically that as long as you listen, you're on that right path. And I mean, you're on the right path anyway, but you know what I'm saying. So can you talk a little bit about what that looks like to really develop that? Because I think a lot of people who listen to me are in a place of like, I know but like, do I know? Is that lying to me? And then like other influences of people telling you like, nope, you're crazy. Nope, that's not going to work. Nope, you're not good enough, right? Um, so can you talk a little bit about how to really develop that? I think that would be beautiful. Yeah. Um, I like that you actually use the reference of gut feeling. So um, when we say that, there are so many actuances to the, in general, when we're feeling things, which I think is so interesting and it's not a coincidence. Mm. Um, if you think about it, like you get butterflies, you know, the gut feeling, or like you have this nervous tummy when you're 
going to talk in front of people. Most people feel anxious. They feel it in their yes. gut. Um, your gut is also your like second brain is what a lot of, uh, you know, the kind of generic or uh, general term for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the biodome itself and the, like literally the biology of our body is designed to react to our emotional experiences. And it is, so that's where our third chakra is, your, your solar plexus. And your solar plexus is your sense of self. So when it's communicating to you that there are butterflies, there is anxious or, and sometimes they, I think there's also a confusion of excited can very, feel very similar to anxious. And a lot of that is actually just understanding that what you're feeling is the awareness of change. Mm-hmm. Your body is physically aware that change is coming and it feels uncertain. So this was developed in our, our biology to keep us safe. When you think about the evolution of a human, when we're experiencing something that is new and say, you know, this was 200 years ago, even 300 years ago, not, that's really not that long in the species of human. And we needed to be kept safe. Don't you think that's such a valuable tool to have this inkling that something's wrong, mm-hmm. something's off. I feel, you know, recognizing that you feel it intuitively as well as in your physical body. It's designed to bring awareness to feelings, to emotion. Um, one of my mentors, I love, like one of her, her kind of taglines is for, for energy healing. She goes, um, I teach, um, I don't teach critical thinking. I teach critical feeling. Mm. So we are not taught to pay attention. We're just taught that that's something that happens to our bodies. Like it's just this thing that our stomach does. No, it's there for a reason. And so all the things that the body does, even, I mean, when you look at all of the ways that the body, even mechanics are built, even when you're, you're weight training or something like that, if you have been hurt someplace before, automatically other muscles recruit more heavily to help support the weak muscle. Your body is really fucking intelligent. You're not giving it the credit is half of it. And that's the thing is, again, people's intuition, it's there. You're just not giving it any credit. Instead of saying, hey, I have this feeling I want to do it. And instead of just saying, okay, it's there for a reason. And just taking one step towards that feeling, you sit back and then try to critical think it. You try to analyze it. You try to pros and cons and do your lists. Instead of recognizing A, if you don't do it, nothing really happens. If you do do it, then, then what changes? Yeah. For most people, taking one step doesn't change the, your, your life doesn't implode. You just take one step. So whether that be, you know, if you're in a job and you recognize that you are, you're really unhappy, it may be causing you a lot of physical pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and you recognize that so the first step may just be Google searching available jobs. Yeah. That hurts nobody. <laughs> and it takes, you know, it takes, if you really, if it took you a long time, it may be an hour to peruse. Like, yeah. okay. And then maybe you write down, what are things that I want to do? What are the things that I'm interested in? 
Then you could church, things that are open, make a resume. None of these things hurt you. Yeah. So why it doesn't hurt to listen to these things. Or uh, uh, I feel like I've seen this quite frequently where people are in relationships that they recognize they need to leave, that it's kind of served them. It may not be abusive or anything like that, but they're like, I'm scared to leave. And I'm like, I mean, you've moved houses before. <laughs> yeah. Move houses again. Like you've lived on your own before, or if this is the first time, what a great opportunity. What a great opportunity to get connection with yourself, which kind of brings me to the, my second point is um, that I think is so instrumental in developing your intuition is actually stillness and silence, which is probably more difficult for people than they would rather usually do like the hardest fucking workout class ever than to sit in meditation for 20 minutes and be quiet. You <laughs> close their damn eyes. <laughs> like, yeah it's we are uh, i can't remember the the study right offhand but it's something like we interpret over a thousand um like symbols daily which is not what we used to do when you think about again even a hundred years ago 200 years ago the lights the driving, the um, technology, the way in which we connect with people, so many people, social media, mm -hmm. we're not meant to have the opinions of other people on our ideas. That's mm -hmm. a lot to process. Yeah. We're not meant, not that, that, these, that we're not trying to adapt to these things as humans, because we are, but energetically it's a lot to be constantly computing our systems are tired as a whole it, that's the real pandemic here like your system is always on fucking overload all the time yeah. all the time um and to get still and silent actually brings to the surface for a lot of people are uncomfortable for them to deal with or feelings that they keep themselves busy to avoid feeling. They keep themselves busy in business, busy in, in friendships and in doing things and social gatherings. They keep themselves busy by scrolling. They keep themselves busy by creating in their business instead of maybe putting some of these things into action. So they're always on the, I'm honestly, I've got like a super scroll uh, chakra, which is like your, creation it's where all creation so i could create for days and i recognize that my downfall is that i need to implement more um and if we're not still though we can't listen it's like when you're at a concert when you're at a concert and if your intuition is your best buddy like your best gal pal that you took with you who says gal pal me <laughs> um like hello I'm like 75 years old. I don't know. I don't know if old people say that, but anyways, my girlfriend comes with me and we're going to this concert. Okay. She, this is my intuition. And when the concert is fucking loud, I can't hear a damn word she's saying. I can't hear anything. I can see that she's mouthing something. So there's maybe that like little inkling that you have that you keep ignoring, but you can't say that she's like, 
I'm going to pass out. We need to go. And you're like, I'm having a great time. <laughs> you know, and she's like, no, no, we need to leave, but you can't hear her. You turn the music off and she's screaming. It's very loud. So the more that you can actually get silent, and I don't just mean with meditation, I actually mean with like intentionally removing time in your day where you're occupied by things, where you're interpreting. So whether this be, you know, a lot of people do first thing in the morning, like they turn their phone on airplane mode, there is no social media. This is why I encourage my clients to like meditate, to journal, to, um, you know, read, to sit outside, to give yourself an opportunity to be contemplative of how you're feeling. Because if you never allow yourself to feel anything, how are you going to interpret how you're feeling? You just, you don't. You cover it up. You cover it up and you keep yourself busy. And then that leads to burnout. And you're like, my life sucks. I hate waking up. I hate, you know, you, you do, you hate your partners, you hate your kids, maybe not you hate them, but you have moments where you're just so agitated and you're frustrated and it's, it's not their fault. They're being kids. It's that you haven't given yourself the opportunity to really sit with yourself, to be quiet, to become more aware of how you're feeling and what you're feeling is frustration from something else. It's not necessarily at your kids. It's the trigger, you know? I love that. So I would say, so sitting Sorry, in stillness and what was the first one? Sitting in stillness. Your physical body, yeah. like listening to like gut feeling, things yeah. like that. It's, it's bringing that awareness to it and not shying away from it. Yeah. So just because you get butterflies when you speak in front of people doesn't mean that you're not meant to speak in front of people. It's that your body is like, this is new. I, there's all these like, quote unquote, like fears around it. What if I mess up? Great. Like I fumble all over my words all the time. People still like me, guys, and they still think I'm funny, okay? Still get my point across. <laughs> <laughs> and if they don't think I'm funny, I think I'm funny. <laughs> Which yeah, is- I laugh at my own jokes. I don't even need you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it just feels like a sense of, number one, I love the way that you, like, intertwined all, like, everything into, like, not not listening and what happens and whether all of that relates to everybody or just some of them, like we, we've all been there where we weren't listening to something We're like, damn it. I should have listened to that because five years, you know, into the future, I'm just like, ah, oh, I knew that. God damn. I knew that. Right. And it's like, um, I, th- I think there's always lessons to be learned with everything. So it's not a bad thing when you don't listen to it, but it's like when we're talking about business, when we're talking about just making any up leveling in any area of our life to get us to a place of happiness. Like that's ultimately what we fucking want in life is to feel happy. Right. Um, we, we get to listen to those gut feelings and the more we listen to that, the naturally happier we become. Right. Yes. You know, well, we can hear it. You feel in alignment. You no longer feel like you're searching outside of yourself for this approval or for this happiness. The happiness is coming from within. Yeah. And so it's recognized and it's witnessed and it's brought forward. And then that's usually when people like just come to you because they see it, they feel it from you. You know, when somebody walks into a room and you're like, oh, they're pissed. They don't necessarily look pissed. They don't have resting bitch face, yeah. but you can just feel it like, like oh, something, someone's had a bad day. Yeah. They haven't said anything. What you're feeling is their energy. Yeah. You're picking up on their auric field, what they're literally emanating from their body. And the more that we can lean in and listen to our intuition, the more 
in alignment we become, the more in alignment we can stay. And the more we're able to attract those people that we need in our lives for the lessons, but also for like the journey to move forward, people that are going to help support us in that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, for me, this really started to shift when I stepped into entrepreneurship. Like I didn't know it at the time, but like I knew that I was miserable as fuck. I knew that part. Like I was an angry human. People pick up on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody fucking knew. Anybody who knew me before, like I started my business was like, oh, like I always say like, if my clients met me before I started my business, they would not have liked me. I didn't like me. That's why. Not like I was a bad human, but like, I didn't like me so much that it was impossible for like other people to feel like, yes, I want to be around you. Right. Um, and like the, the coping mechanisms were um, just doing, doing more to uh, seek approval. That's something that I've done a lot of work around because I was like the way my family brought me up. That was the only time I got really attention, honestly, because my mom wasn't giving herself what she needed. And just, and my grandmother, oh, she was a nutso too. Wonderful human, but like the most anxious human who like couldn't give love to people because she was so like, ah, and not paying attention to herself. Her thing was like watching soap operas like 24 seven soap operas. And I'm just like, that can't be good for you. Now I understand like why you were the way you were because you never actually rested. (laughs) Like you were laying down, but you were resting. And even when she slept, she had like TV going on in the background and she'd be like, I just can't sleep. And I'm like, that's because shit's going on in the background. Of course you're going to wake up. (laughs) Well, and not just like national geographic. Like when you look at, look at your, your habits of what you actually like in TV. It actually says a lot about how you, not to say you can't like things that, you know, you're like, oh, I watch this every once in a while. But like, I remember there came a point where I really liked Law and Order SVU. And that- What does that say about you, dude? <laughs> exactly. No, but this was, dur- this was during my period. I was not listening to myself, guys. This is my case in point. And <laughs> this was one of the moments where I was like, I was watching it and I was like, I cannot watch this. It literally made me, I recognized the shift in my energetic body, even though that's what I wasn't calling it that then. Yeah. But I was like, this doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. Like, why do you think when you turn off the news, nine times out of 10, you're pissed. You don't leave feeling good. You're not <laughs> like, gosh, I'm really glad I watched that CNN segment. Man, Fox 5 really made me feel jolly. Nobody <laughs> says that. Also, jolly. Bring back lots of words, you guys. My gal pal with my, my jolly gal pal. Yeah, maybe it's a, we're recording this in December. Maybe it's Christmas time. I'll be feeling this way. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. I love it. No, I, yeah. Oh, oh, so much good stuff. Okay, so we're going to start to listen to ourselves. We're going to start to sit in stillness. And yes, scary shit comes up because the things that you have been avoiding come up and you don't know that they were there. Like you knew they were there, but you didn't pay attention to them so therefore they kind of weren't really there in like your conscious brain until you fucking shut the fuck up (laughs) which is the hardest thing for me to do and like for meditation styles like the first time I had ever meditated and like for a while it was like just the headspace app like it was a guided thing Mm -hmm. and then it moved into like a manifestation kind of meditation like a Tony Mm -hmm. Robbins he has a priming exercise that I love to do And every time I notice that I do that more than just like sit in stillness and just shut up and like without any intention, um, with just the intention of like being and breathing and seeing what comes up, um, I'm not as in tune as, and as in alignment and things don't feel as easy and good 
as they do when I have the periods of sitting still, of when I have the periods of not actually like, okay, I have three minutes. What do I want? What do I want to manifest? <laughs> kind of like in the Tony Robbins priming exercise, whereas I do those still, but I, it's an addition. It's an mm. addition to the, the full-blown stillness without like actively thinking and trying to achieve something. And scary shit does come up and there's tons of mornings. I cry a fuck ton. And like, it's like, I remember I cried uh, two weeks ago or something like that. Like, uh, it was like a really good cry. I've cried since then, which is like a big deal for me. But I know. I was just going to say, I'm so proud of you crying. I feel like I lost <laughs> three billion and five pounds. And I remember like messaging my spiritual coach. I'm like, if I got on the scale right now, I'll be a hundred pounds less. Like, that's just what it felt like energetically. And I was like, oh, okay. So like, I start to notice my coping mechanisms more and more and more. And you don't become aware of them until you remove them and until you actually look at the shit that you're like hiding. You're using the coping mechanism for. Yeah, exactly. And that, that's some scary shit, but it always gives you what you want. And when we talk about things feeling easier in business and like you even just gaining clarity on things, um, that, that's the best way. Like I, the beginning of 2020 was like the first time I ever actually cried without just like stopping it. It was like, normally I would like get a little bit sad. I'm like, you don't have time to be sad. <laughs> no one got time to be sad. <laughs> and then 2020 was the first time I actually allowed myself to really cry whenever the fuck I wanted. And I was like, oh no, this is going to make me less money. No one wants to be around anyone who cries. Ah, ah, ah. And then as I did it, I was like, oh, I'm actually just happier. And people want to be more around me because I'm actually happier. And like, I feel clearer and I feel more focused. And it's like, when you don't keep that, the sadness or the energy in, it allows what you actually wanted to like come up. Yeah. And that's kind of like what I feel. And so um, in whatever way you guys can get into that place of stillness um, is really just, is really beautiful. I actually have, um, I'll, I'll try and uh, send it to you. So maybe you can link it or something um, in the show notes, but um, I have different, like depending on which learning style you, you typically identify with, whether that be audible, visual, things yeah. like that, I have different um, styles of meditation that would work for you. So it's just a little mm -hmm. like, it's an Instagram post, but it breaks it down, whether that be guided meditation, whether that be like counting, like mala beads or something like that, mm -hmm. whether that be, um, visualization and different things. So depending on the type of learner that you are, sometimes it can actually help to start there yeah. before. And again, like start with what's possible. I can't remember who said this quote, but it's so if somebody knows good for you, cause I can't remember who said it, but start with what's possible and or start with what's necessary and then move into what's possible, making mm -hmm. the impossible possible. Yeah. So start with what's necessary. I tell all of my clients, start with five minutes. I'm not asking you, I sit for an hour, three days a week right now mm. in silent meditation, just observing my breath. I'm not asking you to do an hour. Yeah. I'm asking five minutes. It's five minutes dedicated just to you. Yeah. And the amount of like, most people don't ever, you think you do things for yourself because you buy things for yourself or you treat yourself to the spa, but that actually doesn't get you any closer to who you are or what you want to do or how you want to serve. Yeah. Right. Like, how you're showing up for your clients. There are times when I'm like, I've had like a morning, I've got a lot of stuff going on. And I'm like, I can't get on a call with my client until I sit down. 
yeah. because I can't be a clear channel and vessel for their highest good when I've got 19 other things. So I'll message them and be like, hey, I'm running about five minutes behind. I sit down, it's five minutes of just intentionally focusing on breath, being silent, yeah. and things like that. I'm just starting with what's necessary. I don't have an hour, but I have five minutes. Yeah. You know, and it makes, it, I think it makes it so much more applicable when it, it doesn't have to be. It's like when you changed things for, you know, you're like new year's resolution, I'm going to lose 50 pounds and I'm going to change all these things about my diet. I'm going to drink yeah. two gallons of water a day. I'm going to work out <laughs> six days a week. And on my rest days, I'm still walking. Do you think that you do any of that? No. <laughs> Within like three days, you're like, fuck this shit. It's hard. And it's like, you try to take your entire life, turn it upside down. Yeah. So again, starting with these small, we talked about like your habits are a manifestation of your alignment. So if you're out of alignment, these habits that you have are just supporting the misalignment. Yeah. So five minutes is what's, what's possible for that moment. Mm. It's not, maybe you're not, you know, going to an hour yoga class or you're not doing a long meditation or anything like that. And that's fine. Yeah. It's starting to do something that creates the momentum yeah. for the alignment, creates yeah. momentum for what's possible for you. Yeah, I like, I like that momentum. Also, please don't drink two gallons of water a day unless you're quite a large human. Please, you will, you will probably pass out. <laughs> or be like, you'll, you won't have time for nothing else. You'll be in the bathroom constantly. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Yeah, I think when you compete as a bodybuilding competitor I think like the two I don't know like a week before or whatever you just like, cut out water dehydrate I think you overdo it and then you dehydrate yeah. so like yeah. what, whatever salt manipulation your muscles look full yeah yeah it's, and then it's, drink wine on the day of it's fabulous <laughs> I mean I'm not kidding. Kidding. behind the show like yeah I also I competed in, in competitions That's the only yeah <laughs> so it's like I've done it all but yeah, like <laughs> I couldn't get myself to be strict enough to get on stage. Um, I tried my hardest and just end up binging more. Surprise! It wasn't the answer to your food problems, younger Johnny. The <laughs> <laughs> coping mechanism. Okay, see here it is. Here it is. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, so we have a few more minutes left, and then Chelsea's actually going to be hopping on, so she could just listen to us for a few minutes if we run a few minutes over. But, um. When it comes to the habits are a byproduct or a manifestation, physical manifestation of your alignment, can you talk about what that could look like um, and what people perceive it to look like? Like they perceive the problem, but then what's actually deeper and how to switch um, from looking at it the way that they're looking at it. Like, let me change my habits and that'll change alignment to like the, the true kind of change that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, so maybe I should, let me actually touch a little bit on what the shock, the seven chakras are really quick. And then so that you understand like how it uh, affects different parts of your life. So we talked about the root chakra being like familial, tribal, safety and security. And mm -hmm. um, your sacral chakra is just below your belly button. And that one is in charge of creativity. It's literally the base of all creation. So any type of connection. So these are all of your one-on-one -on -one relationships, <clears throat> excuse me, um, this is also where your, if you think about like dancing and stuff like that, a lot of it's hit motion. Um, but also this is your creative, uh, space for all of your ideas. Mm -hmm. So this is where they come to physical manifestation is right through here. The 
the solar plexus is your third. It's right where your diaphragm is. Um, so that's your, we've talked about this, self-esteem, personal powerhouse. Your heart chakra is the midway between the upper three and the lower three. So it's all of your emotional processing. Mm. Um, this is love. This is also resentment. So it goes on, it goes on both things, but it's how we process the physical um, chakras, the lower three, where it combines with the more celestial chakras of the upper three. So then we have the throat, which is expression of truth. Um, your third eye, which is like your intuitive, your inner knowing. Um, this is where your, again, your, your intuition meets your, your thinking, like your, your physical brain in order to put stuff into, that's where the momentum comes. Okay, I have this kind of like idea out of nowhere, right? That's your, your download or your intuitive hit. Um, and then your crown chakra. So this is uh, where like the soft spot would be on a baby's head um, right there. Some people argue it's just above, but whatever, up there. <laughs> and um, this is your connection to, to the universe. This is your connection to all that is. This is your openness to, again, this is kind of big picture vision. So when we talk about um, the chakras and things being missed out of alignment and the habits that support that, if you have always been um, kind of told and, and really believe that like you're, nothing works out for me. Um, everybody's always kind of out to get me. I feel like I'm in this all alone, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I'm never supported. I always feel like this, that alignment. So that may have actually come from, uh, so your chakra system develops through about the age of eight. Um, it goes through a couple of cycles of development, but the, all seven of them are developed by then. And um, during this time period, before the age of eight, when you think about all that you're learning, you're learning it through the lens of your parents or your guardians, whoever is your caretaker. And so the way that they teach you to experience the world and to react, it's typically something that you adopt. So most of us want love, right? We want to feel loved. Um, when you think about the ultimate goal of life, when you think of everybody who has ever passed it and or they're getting older and they tell you like things that I wish I did when I was younger, I wish I would have been more present. I wish I would have told that person I loved them. I wish I wouldn't have spent so much time at work. I wish I would have spent it, you know, building connections with family and friends. All of these are based in love and connection. So if when you were younger, you experienced something where you watched your parents say, I feel like I'm never supported. I'm all alone. No, you know, whether that be with their partner or they were having maybe a struggle of, of religion, even like they're, you know, they're going through this, you know, tumultuous time. They're like, God just abandoned me. And he doesn't like, he doesn't like, that's not what I thought that this, you know, uh, whatever religion you are, you know, I thought that, this is what I needed. This God's supposed to look out for me. Why would he do this to me? He's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, three-year-old little you doesn't remember that experience because again, everything is saved in our subconscious, but our conscious brain can only give you so much. So as you've grown up, though, what you've adopted is this view of being unsupported. You have a blocked crown chakra. So you constantly feel like failure is at your doorstep. You constantly feel like you can never find friends or you can never find kind of a community that is supportive of you because you feel, again, you feel. This isn't necessarily true, but you feel unsupported. Mm. What are ways that you could feel supported? 
honestly, what I, what I recommend usually for something like that is I'm like, I want you to start writing every single day. You need to write down one thing that you're grateful for that you feel has really worked out for you in your favor that day. It can be that you fucking woke up again. Don't complicate it. This is like the five minutes of meditation. People think that being, you know, in tune or spiritual is this like, I don't, I don't know what you think. I like, I remember what I thought kind of it was. And as I like moved into accepting a lot of these roles that I knew that I was meant to be in, I was like, no, these are none of these things. I'm still very human because that's what we are. We're here on this human experience to learn these things. So instead of like that, like seeing that you're not supported saying, what's the lesson? Mm -hmm. If you're struggling with something, can you see how it might support you at some point or how it has Maybe, yes, you're struggling with this, but it has allowed you to do these things. So maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you're really struggling with feeling like you're unsupported. Like maybe your husband just is like, well, you stay at home, you know, whatever. And you're like, I don't feel like a valued member of this family. I feel unsupported. I feel like I really want to do all these things. But what has it allowed you to do? It has allowed you the time to be with your children when they're young. So even though you may get frustrated, you've been the primary teacher for your children. You haven't had to spend money on daycare. Yeah. All of those things are things you can be grateful for. So a lot of it is actually a, a shift in perspective, but it's doing then the habits that support that shift in perspective to then make sure that that alignment stays. Mm. So it's, it is very much like, and this can show up in, in different areas of, you know, the, the different chakras are going to, again, uh, nourish energy and different aspects of the life. But there's always habits and always things that we have attracted into our life based on our electromagnetic field, based on what you're putting out there. So not to say you've attracted all these bad experiences because of this, because one person's trash is another person's treasure. So what may seem like a really terrible experience for you may actually be somebody's blessing. Maybe losing your job is terrible for you, but maybe somebody else who really hated their job, it was like the permission slip that they needed. So I think some of it is, is really tapping into, okay, what do I really want? What do I want to feel? And then, then creating those habits around those things. So if you're unhappy with something, what do you feel like would make you happy? And I emphasize what, what feelings you want to have, not that you want this car or this house. Why do you want the car or the house? What feelings are those going to give you? Yeah. Does that quantify success for you? Mm. Is that your tangible version? If it's not like, and I think I've given this example in actually one of my podcasts, but like, for a long time, like I've had my car for so long. I love my car. I, but, and everybody was getting new cars around me and they're like, you should really get a new car. And I was like, I should get a new car. I should really, I should. And so like, I started looking at cars and stuff like that. And I was like, I really don't want a new car. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't like, I love my car. I brought both my babies home in that car. Like it has a lot of value to me that has nothing to do with financial. Like, I have moved states in that car twice, twice. Yeah. You know, brought kids home. I now brought my first puppy home. Actually, no, my second, wait, I think that's the second dog I brought home in that car. Like, yeah, 
you know, those are, those are things that, and I recognize, I was like, I actually don't want a new car. That was something that was being projected onto me. Yeah. You know, so I didn't, I didn't own that. That wasn't the feeling of success for me, but it was for them. And that's great. That uh, has nothing to do. It just wasn't for me. And so recognizing these differences. Um, and I think finding, always finding this isn't like bypass any negative feelings and just find the silver lining it's that it's okay to feel sad it's okay to feel angry it's okay to feel these things but recognize that that is just it's fleeting it's just a feeling it's not who you are and so then when you shift back from sitting in those feelings as identify like a title for you i'm just anxious i'm just depressed no you feel anxious you feel depressed. You as a person are not depressed. It's like when people say, I'm fat. Well, no, you're also muscle, bone, skin. Like you're all, you are, you are not fat, you know? So it, I think some of that is just perception and, and the way in which you can build habits then to support uh, a perception that aligns with who you want to be and who you want to shift into. Yeah, I love that. Perception is is key you know mm -hmm. and it's like when you right now i'm enrolling for a mastermind um for 2021 and everybody that's coming into it is like not the typical like business coachy owner it's like they have a much bigger mission some want to go into school systems some want to um, open up wellness centers like they they want to take this coaching experience and like put it into something way bigger right and um they're coming into that container because they're like i have this big vision but like what do i do with it right it's like it's not it's not so much taught mm -hmm. you know in typical kind of business coaching and so allowing that vision to be there and trusting that even though it's not somewhere that anybody else has done it. Like most of the people that you probably follow aren't doing those things. Right. But allowing yourself to trust that that's a thing that you want, like you with the car. Right. Whereas I'm the opposite. Like I've always been in, in fucking love with cars in love with cars. And I tried to do it without having a nicer car. I did it with my Ford. I love my Ford. I moved from Colorado to New York to Austin with my Ford. It's a great Ford. But like for me, having that feeling of getting into that different car was key for me. And that always was key for me. Now it's at a different level where like, I understand the shit, not just covering up the shit. And I still wanted the car before it was just like, I don't have no shit. I just want the car. Right. So it's a different approach around it. Um, but I think the key is really to just allow that your desires to really be there, allow your happiness to kind of guide you without bypassing the shit. Right. Yeah. And um, this year, they was I can't remember. There's clearly I can't remember anything today, like any specifics. But there's some saying like you know, like the devil always sit, sits like right. Like there's a reason there's like the always the images of like the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other. It's because they always sit next to each other. Like yeah. you cannot. It's like the darkest part of the day is right before the dawn. That's also a, a song. Not sure which one, but it's there. <laughs> Um, but really you can't have one without the other. Yeah. You can't experience, it's hard to experience gratitude for something if you don't understand the magnitude of what having it means. Yeah. You know, it's like when you're sick, you never realize how thankful you are for your healthy body. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, if there's one thing that 2020 taught us, it's to be grateful for our damn health. <laughs> yeah. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness. Yes. I love everything so, so, so much. So many, I don't like the term golden nuggets because everybody uses it, but I'm going to do it. Golden nuggets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's just use like golden coins. <laughs> right? Like why are they going to be nuggets? I don't know. Is a nugget? I say snippets a lot. I like, I say, I love all, we have so many snippets. I, Again, I old person term. <laughs> did I get snippets from you? Maybe when we were coaching together, that's where I got it. Because I just randomly picked it up. I'm like, who the fuck says snippets? Fucking Shalane says snippets. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of say it with an English ac- accent, snippets. I'm not sure if that's okay. English, but. I like that little upturn at the end. Like you're okay. excited about your snippets. Snippets. Such golden snippets. <laughs> Maybe I'll just change it to snitches. Because I feel like that kind of works. Like the golden snitch. No, snitches get snitches. <laughs> you ever heard that no snitches get stitches no <laughs> okay okay never know <laughs> oh my goodness welcome to real talk podcasts that don't get edited because fuck editing <laughs> and you should just share all about you and your other person who is on the podcast oh my goodness but thank you so 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 much miss shalane we will probably have you back and go deeper into topics now that everybody is introduced to it. So let us know your thoughts. Screenshot the episode. Tag Miss Shalane. I will link her Instagram below. Um, also, if you want to send me the specific um, content that you were rec- like you were recommending, I can also link that. And then if you have any freebies or anything that you want them to um, have that you think might be beneficial to them, please send it to me and we will link it below. Um, but I think you mainly uh, chill out on Instagram. Um, but if you want to let them know the name of your podcast and all that other stuff, I think that would be epic. So you guys can all follow her and be obsessed with her. Yeah. Come find me um, on Instagram at Shalane Carter, S-H-A-L-A-N-E-C-A-R-T-E-R, uh, just like it sounds. <laughs> um, and then uh, you can also hop on over to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast on iTunes and Spotify. Um, there's actually a ton of information if you're looking. There's specific ones on business and chakra systems and how it relates. And so if you're wanting to dive more into that, those are up on there as well. So yeah. Thank you so, so, so much, Shalane. I love you as always. And yeah, I'm super, super excited to post this. It'll probably come out like later next week. Um, But thank you for all of your golden snitches. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's from Harry Potter. I said that before. Did you not hear that? No, I heard (laughs) Well, I heard snitches, like, you know, when you tattletale. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't understand what you were saying. We got a little lost, guys. <laughs> Not having any caffeine right now, that's probably why. Okay. I've had no caffeine for almost 10 weeks, you guys. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. We're going to officially stop recording. Thank you guys so much. Shalane, thank you. We love you. And Thanks. guys, have an epic day. <laughs>